Hi, everybody. This is Ben Stein with Pambo.com. Today, I'm joined by Chris Ponwitz with Mac Boring. Chris is here today to tell us a little bit more about ePropulsion's products. Mac Boring is the U.S. distributor and support and provides support for ePropulsion's products in the U.S. Thank you very much for joining me today, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I understand this is your first podcast. So uh, as a podcast veteran of now two podcasts, uh, I'm happy to show you the ropes. Oh, um, I appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, t today, we're, as, as I mentioned, we're, we're here to talk about e-propulsion and what they have to offer. So if we can start by you just telling me a little bit about e-propulsion, that'd be great. Sure. Um, so uh, e-propulsion has been around for uh, seven or eight years now. Uh, they're based out of China. Um, their original market was targeted uh, in Europe. Their first product was the Spirit 1.0, which is a uh, 1KW, three horsepower equivalent electric outboard. Um, it went really well over there. So uh, about two years ago, Mac Boring, myself, and ePropulsion started a partnership and uh, brought the product into North America and um, been growing ever since. I mean, it's a really good solution uh, as an outboard, but it's a really, really great product um, as, a, as a bridge from the traditional gasoline combustion engines into the electric market. So uh, it's, a, it's an easy product to invest in and get moving towards all electric. It's a, uh, it's convenient. It's inexpensive. It's reliable. Um, and e-propulsion is really focused on research development and innovation. So, uh, as we progress forward with the partnership, we're going to see, see a lot more products coming out into the market and really excited to see it. So Chris, you're, you work for Mac boring, right? Correct. So, and you guys are, I think, the U.S. distributor and, and service partner for ePropulsion. Is that right? Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, there's actually, a, there is a distributor out on the West Coast called Four Seas. Uh, they are, I guess you would call them a sister distributor for ePropulsion. Uh, Mac Boring is uh, the distributor for Eastern Canada, Eastern United States, Mexico, and uh, the Caribbean. So, we have, a, we have a very large territory. We're super excited about it. Um, we partnered with e-propulsion, I believe almost two years ago, we have been testing the product and, and really doing our research and making sure that this is, this was as good as it seemed to be. And, and it is. So about a year ago, we really started pushing it out and uh, we are focusing on growing our dealer network right now. Uh, we have a good handful of dealers, but our goal is to uh, have convenient dealer locations for all of our customers. So uh, we're, we're continuously working on that. One note about Mac Boring is um, we actually, uh, we're, we are an engine distribution company. We've been around for almost 100 years. And uh, the one thing that we are the best at is creating sales and service networks throughout our territories. So all in all, right now, we're almost at 300 um, <clears throat> dealer and service locations throughout our territory for other lines. So um, just uh, just knowing that we're capable of doing that, I'm, I'm really confident that this network for ePropulsion is going to be super strong. Customer support is going to be a non-issue for customers. And um, 
we're just going to make it uh, the best supported product out there. And so Mac Boring providing the support means if I buy an e-propulsion product and I've got a problem with it, you guys step in and, and help with that process. Uh, so, so Mac Boring would uh, ultimately we would like to be, you know, we were, we're definitely are always going to be available for, for customers to contact us. Um, but uh, the way we set up our networks is uh, any dealer that comes on board is going to be fully trained with the knowledge that we have. Um, so they will be able to serve their customers as well. Um, with that said, we do have a full uh, customer support department. Um, so, uh, you know, trained in e-propulsion. So if there's anything the dealers might run into or the customer happens to be closer to us and needs some help or just needs a phone call, um, both our dealers and Mac Boring will always be there to uh, support any way we can. Great. And and so we've talked about the outboards a little bit. Now you're you're also making some pod drives as well, right? Correct. Tell me a little more about those and where you expect those to to be used. Uh, so we actually uh, we have uh, two OEMs on board quite recently. Uh, we have a Pod 1.0, uh, which is the three horsepower, and a Pod 3.0, which is the six. Um, and those are going to be installed in mostly uh, lighter weight day sailors. Um, and again, these are for uh, these are hard mounted um, uh, drive systems. So uh, really, you know, the steering is going to be controlled by the rudder. Um, but uh, the Pod 1.0, you can run off of a Spirit battery. The 3.0, you're going to need an E-Series or Navy battery. And, um, you know, we've seen uh, there's not a whole ton of them in the market yet, but uh, the OEMs that have used them have have been very happy with them. Great. And are you thinking of those for lakes where internal combustion engines are restricted or are these pretty broad applications, you think? Um, I'd say on the outboard side, uh, it's it's very broad. Um, you know, the sailboat side, I don't we don't see a lot of these sailboats going into freshwater uh, where gasoline and combustion are banned. Um, but I would say I would say for the spirit, especially the Navy three and the Navy six. Um, really big market for the uh, freshwater uh, electric-only tournament fishers. Uh, we've seen a big uptick with them. Um, they love it. I mean, it's, um, it's a great solution, uh, you know, for, for power, especially because a lot of people are still using trolling motors, which aren't necessarily efficient and um, not as much fun. Yep. Uh, so tell us for a minute how e-propulsion is different. I think the 800 pound gorilla, if you will, in, uh, in electric propulsion has got to be Torquedo. They, they were the first one I think that many people were aware of. So tell me how your products are different, uh, where you guys perhaps have some advantages over Torquedo, where maybe you've got some work to catch up to them, uh, what I'm sure it's a question you get asked. What do you, you how do you usually respond? Um, well, I mean, I always say you can call me biased, but I really truly believe that that we're a better product. Um, you know, if you look at the Spirit 1.0, uh, I'm gonna I probably draw to the Spirit Plus a lot because it's it's our best seller. Um, the Spirit Plus we retail that at $19.99. Uh, it comes with the floating battery. It's got an hour and 15 minutes of runtime. 
Um, our, our motor housing is aluminum, um, an aluminum alloy. Our motor efficiency is 55%. So, uh, and, and the battery capacity is 1,276 watts. Whereas Torquedo's newest travel series, which is, I believe, the 1103C series, uh, is retailing at about $2,700. Uh, the motor efficiency is under 50%. The runtime is only 50 minutes. Um, and the charge time is 10 and a half hours compared to about eight and a half to the Spirit Plus. So you're saving, uh, you're saving about $700. You're getting a longer runtime. You're still getting that silent, maintenance-free run, and our battery floats. A lot of people chuckle when I when I tell them that our battery floats. My response is always, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when you drop that battery in the water. Um, you know, if you drop the battery in the water, you can pick it right up, dry off the connections, put it back on, you're good to go. So you're not going to lose a very expensive part of your motor. That seems like an important difference in likely means you're also not going to have some an unexpected uh, diving trip as part of yes. your day's adventures. Yes. Um, and another thing to mention, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure about Torquedo's actual motor unit, but the, uh, the e-propulsion motor unit itself, um, that is IP67 rated. So, um, you know, if you drop it in a couple feet of water, you're more than likely going to be able to pull that out and, and still have zero issues. Um, and that's an important distinction not just with Torquedo, but um, combustion versus electric outboard, right? I mean, especially with the Spirit. If you drop your three and a half horsepower combustion motor in the water, if you're lucky, you're going to be able to rebuild that. So the initial cost is going to be a little bit more expensive, but you're looking at a, a legitimately zero maintenance outboard motor with a push button start instead of a pull start. And, you know, if you have one of those small motors with an integrated gasoline tank, we are still going to outrun you as far as as far as um, run times go. Um, I mean, it's it's just a win win all around. And uh, it's just it, it, it's the most convenient product I can think of for small boats. You know, you're looking at 40 to 45 pounds for a gasoline outboard. The Spirit weighs 42 pounds. But you're able to separate the battery and the motor into basically two 20 pound pieces. So if you're pulling your motor on and off a lot, it's, it's just easy. Yep. So you, you mentioned it's maintenance free. Uh, is it truly maintenance free? I mean, is there an impeller to deal with a cooling system at all? Anything of that nature? It is, it is legitimately maintenance-free. Uh, it's a direct drive motor system, so there's no cooling system, there's no gear oil, there's no fluids in there. Uh, it's immersion-cooled. Um, so, I mean, it's it really is. The only thing I tell people is if you're using it in salt water, when you take it out, make sure you rinse it down with fresh water. Um, I mean, really, the only maintenance you're doing is, is charging that battery. Okay. That, that's a pretty big difference, isn't it? Um, tell me or talk to me a little bit about safety. It's certainly anytime people hear lithium in the battery chemistry, it, it raises a, a note of concern. Um, I, I do think it's worth reminding ourselves when we have these conversations that, um, internal combustion engines do run on an explosive fuel. So 
there's some potential for trouble there as well. But electric's a lot more unknown. What can you what do you tell potential consumers about safety and you know what what's the track record you've seen? Sure. I mean, listen, with with any product, uh, you know, gasoline, diesel, electric, we're always going to have there's some inherent safety concerns that are always going to be around. Uh, you know, what I tell people when we talk about our entire lineup of batteries, whether it be um, the, the small 300 watt Vaquita battery up to our 9KW E175 battery, um, we have integrated battery management systems in place that talk to the motors directly. Um, they have alarm systems set up on them. They have shutdown features. So the BMS isn't going to allow them to overcharge. It isn't going to allow them to um, uh, spit out overcurrent. It's uh, it's not going to allow it to overheat. So, I mean, they're, they're inherently safe designs with safety features built in, um, you know, to, to mitigate any issues that might ever pop up. Great. And in the field, have you had any issues, any batteries melt down, anything like that? No, absolutely not. At least, at least in my market, I, I don't, I don't know about um, European market, but I feel like if something like that happened, I would have heard about it. So uh, I'm confident in saying no. Okay. Um, let Let's talk about the batteries for a minute. You've mentioned the Spirit battery, the Navy battery, and the E Series battery. They're all 48 volts, I believe. Is that right? That is correct. Um, yes. Sorry, that is correct. That's fine. Um, and among those batteries can you use a navy battery to extend the the runtime of a spirit are they interchangeable what what's the story there so at this point um we're we're recommending if you want to if you want to expand the runtime of your spirit uh we really want to push people towards the e-series battery um you know they're 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 more advanced battery technology than the navy is now uh, we have more cycles and we have more, you know, it's, it's less expensive. Um, when the Navy battery came out, uh, it was a very good option. Um, but as the technology has advanced over the last couple of years, the E-Series battery far supersedes any advantages that we used to have. Um, we have a frame of reference, uh, let's say for the Navy 6, um, we with the E-175, we have been able to increase your runtime by over 30% while decreasing your cost by about 30%. So we're now looking at a price per watt of right around 50 cents uh, compared to about a dollar with uh, where we were two years ago. Okay, great. And so just to make sure I've got this right, I can take an E-series battery, this latest and greatest technology, and connect it to any of the existing units. It sounds like maybe except for the Spirit 1.0. Um, you no, you can you can connect any of our E-series battery to any of our outboard or pod drive motors. Okay. Now there's there's an important thing to say. You know, obviously I'm here. Um, I, I'm a big proponent of, of e-propulsion, our battery and our motor solutions. Um, but it is important to mention that because it's a 48 volt system, you are able to use other batteries 
as long as you're pulling that 48 volt, uh, they're just not going to be as efficient because that that battery management system isn't going to be interfacing with um, our outboards and, and making sure you have the, the most efficiency out of your motor. Okay. Okay. And can I connect a bunch of E-Series and get really long run times? So what's really great about the E-Series battery, um, we can connect up to 16, one six of them in, in parallel. So, yeah, I mean, you could, if you have the money, the time, and the space, I mean, you can put up to 16 of them in parallel and uh, go for as long as your heart desires. Yeah, probably ride a little low in the water, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, so, and the E-Series batteries are pretty new, right? Is that a, a recent release for you guys? Uh, yes, I've, I believe it's only been a few months. Um, we did a small release on those, uh, announced them at a couple shows, uh, we will have some uh, some press releases coming out very shortly about those uh, batteries. Okay. Um, and tell me a little bit more. You you touched on it earlier. Let, let's shift directions a little bit and tell me about the stand up paddleboard motor. That 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 sounds pretty cool. Sure. Um, I, I do. I really do like this Fakita. Um, it's about one horsepower equivalent. Uh, on my little 12-foot light kayak, it gets me going at about five miles an hour. I think it's like 4.8 or 4.9. Um, at full throttle with that, um, it's 70 minutes of, of continuous usage, which is fantastic and more than you would ever need. Um, at half throttle, I think it's about five hours. And, and if you just want to putt around, I mean, we can get almost nine hours out of it uh, of continuous usage. Um, that thing will, uh, the motor itself will mount either with straps if you don't have a, a skeg slot or if you have a removable skeg slot, it comes with three other adapters and you can just pop it right into place, run the cord up to the small four or five pound battery uh, that will sit on top of the stand-up paddleboard or inside the kayak. And uh, the throttle is controlled by a wristband, which also doubles as your dead man switch. So if you submerge um, everything will shut down for you. And I'm assuming in, in that product, submerging is not real damaging to the product because it's somewhat likely. Um, yeah, I know the, uh, the battery's waterproof that also has a submersion, um, alarm in it. So once, if that battery gets submerged, uh, it will shut down everything. Um, as well as if your wristband does, I mean, nobody wants to be swimming after their, their powered paddleboard. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and does it will it work on inflatables as well as uh, hardboards? Uh, yep. I mean, uh, honestly, the the easiest option is if you have a removable skeg slot. Yep. Um That's that's the easiest, quickest way to do it. Um, but you can strap it on anything. Okay, that sounds really cool. Um, so, anything you can tell me about? what e-propulsion's working on, what we, we might see coming down the road from you guys? Um, yes. Uh, so I can't give you any specifics. Um, no, of course. However, uh, we do have seven new products um, that will be announced in November. Um, so I'm really, really excited about them. Um, you know, I was, I was really excited about the Spirit Plus uh, when that came out uh, about six months or a year ago, 
um, that that put us way ahead of, of competition in our market segment. And I think it's a great product. Uh, we are advancing, you know, these these innovations uh, along to seven new products. Uh, it's I think it's really going to fit even better in our market segment, especially in the sailing industry, um, and really just just put us miles ahead of of everybody else. All right. Well, that's intriguing. Yes. I, I, wish, I, I hate to be the cliffhanger. Um, and, uh, I wish I could tell you more, but I think we just have to wait a couple more weeks and, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Sounds good. Uh, look forward to, to seeing what that's about. So let's, let's le- leave with one last question, which is what excites you most about electro ex- what excites you most about electric propulsion in general and your product specifically? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I, it's all about convenience for me. Uh, you know, it's, um, a lot of people talk about the environmental aspect and, and, you know, not having fuel on the boat and the safety. And I think those are all valid, uh, concerns and recommendations or or feelings about the electric market. Um, for me, it's really about the convenience of it. I mean, I don't, you know, especially the spirit plus, I mean, it's, you're not carrying a gas tank on the boat. You don't have to, you're not sitting out in the morning trying to pull start your motor. It's super light. It's easy to transport. You can store it anywhere. Um, I mean, it's, and on top of all that, it's silent. You know, you, you're going out on the lake to go fishing or enjoy a day with your buddies. It's so nice to have a quiet propulsion unit, you know, on your boat. I mean, it's just, those are the two big, two big things personally to me that I really just enjoy about electric motors to begin with. Um, e-propulsion specifically uh, as a business and as a product, I just get really excited with their focus on innovation. Um, as I mentioned before, we have seven new products coming out. Um, they have, I think it's well over half of their office staff is based uh, in research and development. So they are constantly listening to the market, listening to us, changing things, improving things, and coming out with new, more efficient, affordable products. So uh, honestly, I'm just really excited to see what the future holds for e-propulsion.